episode of the B3 today is brought to you by Sensible Waste Consulting. You know you're probably overspending on your waste and recycling removal. You don't have to. Get back to doing what you do best in your business and let the folks at Sensible Waste Consulting deal with the waste companies on your behalf. Go to SensibleWaste.com for more information. The B3 Today is a production of Impulse Radio. On Saturday, May 7th, the Kentucky Derby will run for the 148th time under the twin spires of Churchill Downs in Louisville, Kentucky. 20 equine athletes will test their courage, speed, and stamina over the one and one quarter mile distance in front of a massive, energetic, and often raucous crowd. Talent is paramount, but composure and fortitude are other critical components for a derby triumph. Based on the results of the points races over the last several months, all 20 horses have earned their way into the Kentucky Derby starting gate. Some horses will be favorites, other horses will be long shots. But remember, the horses don't know the odds. On paper, some horses might look better than others, but races aren't run on paper, and horses aren't machines. They're living, breathing animals. None of their race day experience to date or any schooling they might go through the week before the race can recreate the insane atmosphere they will face on the first Saturday in May. From the walk over to the paddock, to the tunnel, to the racetrack, finally the starting gate. The Kentucky Derby participants will be center stage with an audience of roughly 170,000 people. Some of the horses will get stage fright. Others will act like seasoned professionals. Ladies and gentlemen, the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby. All right. One of my favorite days of the year. It is Kentucky Derby Day tomorrow. I'm ready to go. My brother and I start texting usually two weeks in advance. Three weeks in advance, we start getting ready, looking at horses, trying to share information. I've got lots of information for you. I'm going to bring you in to the circle, maybe help you finalize some of your bets. I'm just going to bring you some of the information that I've gathered. I kind of look at several different sources. I look at the the racing guides, several online resources. I look at the program, and I'm going to use the actual the Twin Spires betting guide as I go through the horses and write down the notes that I've compiled. I've got uh, pros and cons from the Twin Spires betting guide that I'm going to use 
uh, just kind of throw in there while I go through that. But here we go. I love it. Like I said yesterday, briefly, my family has always been kind of, kind of had little celebrations around the Derby. It's always a festive time at our house, and even uh, even as I've become an adult, we've always had one had one hell of a party at my house last year for the for the Derby, and had planned on doing it again this year. But Sam, uh, my son, has a has a golf invitational up in Bloomington, and not knowing what time we're going to get back, so we're just going to have a little. Mother's Day dinner, and my mom's coming over, and we're going to uh, going to watch the Derby. Of course, we'll have, uh, I don't know if we'll have any mint juleps or not, but there'll definitely be some bourbon. As you know, Maker's Mark is uh, the fuel that runs B3 at times, and it will run that Derby party, I'm sure. So looking forward to that, spending some time with, with uh, the people that I love. I've, I've been away on, on Derby Day a few times. One time, uh, let's see, this was probably uh, four years ago when I was working uh, working as I did for years for auto cars selling trash trucks up and down the West Coast. And, and I had a, uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember why, but I had to end up staying in California for a weekend. <laughs> I spent Derby Day at an off-track betting facility just outside of Oakland, California, and that might have been the most depressing uh, place on the entire planet. If you want to feel like an absolute degenerate, go spend a day at an off-track betting place outside Oakland on Derby Day. It's a long way from the glitz and glamour and celebrity uh, red carpets of Churchill Downs, let me tell you. Uh, as we go through the horses here, I I will also, at the end, we're going to do some picks, that I got from uh, some friends of the show, the the co-hosts, of course, Deco and, and Todd. They've they've sent me their picks, and uh, we'll we'll go through those. But let's get started. Um, how I bet the Derby. So I really think that Derby Day is a good day for us casual horse racing betters to make some money. And, and I talked to my good friend, Brock Higgins, friend of the show. And in, we kind of share the same philosophy. This is a day that if, if you do your studying, do your homework, you can be a little more aggressive betting horses than maybe what you normally do. Uh, if you've got the twin spires app or, or if you, you, the TVG app and you bet horse racing on a regular basis, uh, this is the this is a day you can be a little more aggressive because there's a lot of people just betting because hey it's the derby and and you know your your you know moms and grandmas and and wives and 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 men that don't normally bet horse racing will bet today so there's a lot more money at stake a lot more money in the pots and um it's a good day to bet. However, it's tough. 20 horses, and a lot can happen, you know, in 20 horses. So uh, it's a fun day, and we'll we'll go through some, some notes here on the, on the different horses. But hopefully when you place your bets, you can use this information that I've gathered from probably eight or ten different sources, and, and you can use that information. But here we go. Let's go through my notes. Let's just start. Um, we're going to go down, and, and I'm going to do this by post position is how we're, is, is the order that I'm going to go in, and I'm going to start with horse number one, Mo Donegal, uh, trainer Todd Pletcher, jockey Erod Ortiz Jr., his morning line, and all the lines that I'm going to give 
uh, or the morning or the opening lines. That obviously is going to fluctuate, but that's what we're going to go off of here is is those opening lines. Um, in the in the Twin Spires betting guide, his pro posted a big brisnet speed and late pace rating with ground saving rally at the Wood Memorial. His con likely needs a strong pace. Racing luck, can he uh, reproduce what his best outside at Aqueduct? Here's the thing. I love this colt. I, I like this horse until he got the number one hole. It's extremely difficult to navigate a 20-horse field coming from, from that inside spot and have a clean trip. And this horse known for being a closer, it's even going to be tougher. Uh, he finished in, in the money in all five of his starts, turned heads with impressive rallies at the Wood Memorial, He's the son of Uncle Mo, who's already produced a Derby winner and Nyquist in 2016, and uh, he's got the leading jockey on his back. I just don't think he can have a clean run from that from that post position. I really, really don't. I would include him in your bet, especially if you've got if you're going to bet uh, exactus trifectas. I don't think I'd be afraid of that, but I, I just don't. I don't like him. Uh, to win this race, and if he was in, you know, nearly any other post position, I wouldn't be afraid at all to to have him there. But unfortunately, Mo Donegal not going to be my winner, and any very well could have been number two. Happy Jack, his morning line was uh, thirty to one. Uh, his pro out of the betting guide, plenty of stamina in this pedigree, so distance will not be an issue. Uh, well beaten is his con. Well beaten in all three preps and one of the primary outsiders in the field. He's Calumet, homebred, finished third in two Santa Anita prep races, but was never a factor, which tells me he's not going to be a factor uh, here in the Derby as well. If, if you can't do it in regular races at Santa Anita, you're not going to do it here. So uh, don't worry about Happy Jack is my opinion. Although one thing I do like, he's trained by Doug O'Neill, but his jockey is my all-time favorite jockey, Rafael Bajarno, who races at Santa Anita pretty regularly now, used to run down to Ellis Park in Evansville. Uh, did a lot of work at Churchill Downs at their fall meet, but uh, Rafael Bajarno, little probably past his his prime when he was winning. <laughs> you could almost go to Churchill Downs and bet that Rafael Bajarno, not even look at the racing guide, and probably come out a winner. But those days are probably behind him, and that shows because he's he's running a horse, in my opinion, in number two, Happy Jack, that has no chance to win. Epicenter. Uh, pro arguably won the deepest prep race, the Risen Star improved in the Louisiana Derby, and he can stalk effectively. The con generally in receipt of ideal trips all winter and might not be so lucky in a big field. He's your likely post-time favorite. Number three, Epicenter. Morning odds, 7-2. to Jockey is Yoel Rosario, and he is trained by Steve Asmussen. Uh, Anyone who bets this horse, I can't blame you. He's not a lock. Again, twenty horse field, but he's probably going to be. He's probably going to go into this race. I'd say at post time is your favorite. A lot of people are going to take their chances on this. He's won four of six races, including three preps in Louisiana. Uh, he's got a lot going on for him: a versatile running style, top jockey, Hall of Fame trainer, who's long overdue and uh, ready to add. Uh, this uh, a Kentucky Derby to his resume. A lot of people picking that horse to 
go all the way. So we'll see what Epicenter does there. Number four, Summer is tomorrow. Uh, he is trained by Bupat Simar. Jockey is Mikhail Barcelona. He started off at 30-1. to 1. Uh, Racing Guide Pro outran expectations, stretching out a quarter mile at the United Arab Emirates Derby when a clear second faces his con, faces a much more talented group here, and uh, he's got distance concerns. He has two wins in Dubai. This is a big, big step up from, from Dubai races. When he got second in that Arab Emirates Derby, that's what put him on the list. Uh, he was bred by former Kentucky Governor Bretton C. Jones. He'll come out running Saturday, but he won't be around for the finish is is the kind of the consensus of everything I read. He might he might get out there, but he has no ability to close, so I don't think he's going to be a factor. In my opinion, mark number four summer is tomorrow off your list. Uh, number five, Smile Happy. He's trained by Kenny McPeak. His jockey is Corey Lanare. This is a horse that... I like. Racing Guide has him. His pro has a tremendous turn of foot and loves this track, having won the Kentucky Jockey Club in November. His con does not appear to have progressed as much or fast this winter as some of his rivals. He won on this track as a two-year-old, and Kenny McPeak knows how to point them to big races. I like this horse. I'm not going to lie to you. He won really big in his debut at Keeneland, turned a lot of heads as a two-year-old, uh, he's finished second in two starts this year, which makes him a bit of a question mark. But spoiler alert, I really like number five, Smile Happy. I think they've got him pointed in the right direction. Now, another horse that people, a lot of people like, and I, I'm surprised this wasn't the pick, the winning pick of our, our co-host Todd Lancaster for uh, the hockey reference here, but that is... Number six, Messier, his pro in the racing guide, turned in arguably the best prep performance with his domination of the Robert B. Lewis. Con, generally speaking, not a great look to be second best to one start stable mate in the Santa Anita. Uh, this is a Bob Baffert trained horse who obviously Bob Baffert is suspended. He will not be on the grounds, but uh, his assistant Tim Yakteen has taken over. He's uh, jockey by John Velasquez, and he his morning odds were eight to one. Um, his season Stort, who has beat he who beat was beaten by stablemate Taba in the Santa Anita Derby, and that's going to be the big question. Uh, only two Canadian bred horses uh, have won the Derby, and the Santa Anita beating by his stablemate, has really, really raised some questions on Messier. Um, a lot of people have, have turned their heads to Tabah after that. So, again, a lot of people like this horse. And, again, you're not going to go wrong betting a Bob Baffert horse in the Derby. Just not going to. A lot of people bet, just look up, see who Baffert trained, and go with that. So we'll see what happens there. But a lot of people like Messier, and I, I'm not going to blame you if you do. Crown Pride, number seven. Morning line was 20-1 to one on him. Pro Japanese Invader has turned heads in the mornings, and this one might be the best entrance yet. Khan, win in the United Arab Emirate Derby over a slow playing track came at the expense of a far less distinguished field. Japanese horses have won big races in Saudi Arabia and Dubai, so why not here? Well, this one is a big, big, uh, big difference in field, but 
on morning workouts, everything I've read, this horse looks fantastic. Makes me nervous, but I'm really, really considering putting some money on this horse. Again, that that United Arab United Arab Emirate Derby has this horse getting a lot of buzz, especially after his workouts. So we'll see. Next up, number eight, Charge It. Charge It is uh, trained by Todd Pletcher, who a lot of people just love. Luis Saez is his jockey, and he starts off 20 to 1, lightly raced, talented gray. Looks like Pletcher sitting on a good one here. His pros in the racing guide promise second in the Florida Derby to a more experienced rival, but undoubtedly better undoubtedly on the way. His con showed greenness in the stretch in the lone two-turn run has grown up more in a hurry. Um, like I said, that, that Florida Derby runner up has people talking has raced only three times, but he has shown promise. Um, and with a clean trip, he can improve. So some people like charge it. It's getting a lot of buzz. So that's one that you might really consider as, as you look at those odds come race day. Number nine, tis the bomb. Number nine, tis the bomb. It's another Kenny McPeak trained horse. Brian Hernandez jr. In the saddle. 30 to 1 was the morning line. Pro visually impressive win in the Jeff Ruby and turf synthetic performers tend to like Churchill's main track. Clobbered in two of three of his prior attempts on dirt. That is his con. Uh, he's won five straight, but again, all on synthetic surfaces. The last time he ran on dirt, he finished seventh. And with possible rain in the forecast, when we're going to talk about the forecast here in a little bit, get the updated one um, as we've got it, um, I think you should look elsewhere. I really don't like the whole synthetic track thing. And if there is any moisture in, in the air, I, 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 I personally, I would take Tis the Bomb off my list and, and not even worry about it. Next up, a horse that a lot of people love, number 10, Zandon, trained by Chad Brown. Uh, Flavian Pratt, three to one was the morning odds. Pros in the racing guide exploded from the back to win the bluegrass. Enters with the wind at his sails. Cons, like others who come from behind, he'll have to work out a trip in a more congested field. He's another horse who has looked great in morning training. He runs from the back of the pack. Not a style that pays off in recent Kentucky Derbies, though, so we'll see about that. Um, everything that I've seen and read said you can't miss. He's a jet black horse on the racetrack, really visually impressive, and a lot of people are going to bet this horse. Uh, he's paired with a red-hot jockey, and the Bluegrass Stakes winner gives his successful trainer his best chance yet to notch a Derby victory. So lots and lots of people are going to go after number 10, Zandon, there. And uh, as you'll, when we give our picks here, you're going to hear that name a lot. Number 11, Pioneer of Medina. Trainer is Todd Fletcher, jockey Joe Bravo. And he is, again, opening at 30 to 1. Racing Guide has his pros show notable improvement in the last two against some of the racing's bigger guns. Khan, he's bred for distance, but if he races, bred for this distance, but if he races too close to the lead, it might prove a challenge. He's a solid horse from everything I've gathered, and he will win down the road. I don't think it's going to be here. Um, this will be the fifth racetrack and seventh jockey 
for this horse who finished third in the Louisiana Derby. I don't like Pioneer of Medina number 11. I would mark that off my list. Next one again, another horse you're going to hear a lot from. This is the other Baffert horse that uh, won the Santa Anita. This is number 12, Taba. Pros owned, owns Brisnet Speed Ratings Edge with back-to-back triple-digit win figures. Won the Santa Anita, as we said, and only his second start. Con, relative lack of experience, might catch up to him as he faces um, this really top-notch field and three times the size of the Santa Anita. He's undefeated. He's trying to win uh, after those two dazzling starts, a feat accomplished only once, and that was a horse named Leon- Leonidas in 1883. His owner pushed him, pushed to enter him in the Santa Anita with only one race under his belt, a risk obviously that's paid off, but with no, with so little experience, can be flashed with some talent against other 19 horses. We'll see. Uh, Smith, uh, Mike Smith, who is his jockey, and and again I said Baffert's the trainer. Trainer listed is is his uh, obviously his assistant Tim Yachtin. Uh He opened at twelve to one. That is going to go drastically, drastically down. But Smith is, I mean, he's as, as experienced as you're going to find. And at 56, he would become the oldest jockey to win a derby. A lot of people like Taba. You'll see that on our picks, and you're going to hear a lot of people. Um, talking about number 12 when they're placing their bets. Number 13, Simplification. He is trained by Antonio Sano, Jose Ortiz. He's a 20 to 1 on the opening odds. 13, Simplification. Pro proved more than just fast one-turn type this winter. Fountain of Youth win was strong. Khan took a step back in the Florida Derby when pressing the pace and weakened late. Uh, all of his races have been at Gulfstream Park, and he's not as fast as many of his counterparts. Two others ran by him in the Florida Derby. He would be a big surprise in this race. I would stay away from number 13, Simplification, if it were me spending your money. But um, that's what I'm going to do with my money. Number 14, Barber Road. His trainer is John Ortiz. Relu Gutierrez going to be his jockey. Morning line was 30 to 1. His pro in the racing guide, Hard Knocker, placed in all four Oakland preps. Maiden claiming grad tends to exceed expectations. The con speed ratings are very light, simply doesn't appear fast enough. That's not a good thing to read in the racing guide if you're a seasoned professional or this is the first race you ever bet. Typically, if you see that their speed's not up to snuff it's probably not but he's got uh he had a case of the second itis he had four straight runner-up finishes uh, including the arkansas derby hasn't won this year but his story is a winner this is the first derby for his trainer his jockey and his owner the former chief executive of walmart william simon who purchased him for fifteen thousand dollars um so the story's good i just don't think the horse is i would pass on uh, number 14, Barber Road. Number 15, White Abario. Trainer is Saffle Joseph Jr. Jockey is Tyler Gafflione. And uh, he's a 10 to 1 morning odds. I would give this horse a look, I think. 
at least in some exotic betting. But uh, but this seems to me like like a pretty solid horse. Uh, pros, both wins in the Holy Bull and the Florida Derby were solid. He possesses the right style for this race. His con only loss was here. His start outside Gulfstream of Florida Prep seemed not as strong this season. Um, Gray Horse has won four of five, proved himself to be uh, one of the best horses in Florida. And his only loss has come here at Churchill Churchill Downs. Uh, opened up at ten to one. I think that's going to go down a little. I, I like this horse to settle in at about six. So uh, definitely give a look at uh, number fifteen. White Abario. Number 16, Cyber Knife. Trainer is Brad Cox. Jockey is Florent Guru. And he is 20 to 1 on the morning line. Pro, mental focus, much improved of late. Eligible to build on his Arkansas Derby victory. Arkansas Road Con. Arkansas Road to the Derby was not especially strong. Faces more opposing oppositions here. Um, champion Trainer, bringing a cold in off back to back wins. You have to respect that. That convincing victory in the Arkansas Derby made me really like this horse, Cyberknife. I don't know that I'm going to put this horse in my top three. But if I'm betting exotics, I'm definitely giving Cyberknife some respect there. And I wouldn't forget that. Number 16, Cyberknife. When you're when you're looking at that horse to throw in on a, on a long shot, a Superfecta, um, Consider that horse, number 16, Cyber Knife. Number 17, Classic Causeway. And uh, that is trained by Brian Lynch. Julian Leparo is the jockey. Opened up at 30 to 1. Pro, likely pace player, can avoid trouble with an alert break. Ran well here in the Kentucky Jockey Club race. Better than the Florida Derby flop suggests, but doesn't look like a horse that wants any part of one and a quarter of a mile. It just depends on which one of these horses you get. He's looked good at times. He's looked really bad at times. He was dominant as the Tampa Bay Derby champion or finished dead-ass last in the Florida Derby, so who knows. Um, he'll be run, running early. I would not be surprised if when they make that first turn, Classic Causeway is up toward the front. So if you bet number 17, don't get too excited. Now, if you see him late, get excited. You see him early, hold on to uh, hold on to your screams and, and whistles because um, I'm not sure what's going to happen um, later on. Number 18, Tawny Port. Trainer's Brad Cox. Ricardo Santana, Santana Jr. Uh, is his jockey. Odds are 30 to 1. Tawny Port's pros. Late bloomer proved effective enough on dirt in Lexington, albeit against softer company. His con, this will be the third race in five weeks. And uh, he must speed up a little bit to get a slice. He's got the look of a good one, but maybe too much too soon. Ran an awful lot. Uh, named after a style of Portuguese wine. He is won on dirt and synthetics, and the Derby will be, his, like I said, third race in five weeks. I don't know if he's got enough left in the tank to do that. Number 19, Zozos, opened up at 20-1. to 1. Again, he's a Brad Cox-trained horse, and his jockey is Manny Franco. Racing Guide's got pros on Zozos. He's come far and fast in a relatively short time. Commendable stakes debut second in the Louisiana Derby. The con hung tough at 1 and 3 16th miles, but pedigree still geared towards shorter distances. 
He'll be in the running early, and so will a lot of others, but not this time. The talented but lightly raced Louisiana Derby runner-up uh, is named for the owner's favorite restaurant in the Virgin Islands. I don't uh, don't give this horse much of a chance at all. And finally, number 20, Ethereal Road. Dwayne Lucas has won this horse this race four times, twice with long shots. So there you go. That's the pro con relative class, pretty well exposed in the Bluegrass and the Lexington. He's won only once in seven tries. Uh, Dwayne Lucas very high on this horse, and while he's while he's in it, so are you if you bet this horse. He's the 50th Derby starter for the 86-year-old Lucas, who's won this race four times. If he were to pull off another, it would be perhaps his most improbable accomplishment yet, especially from that 20 hole. So there you go. That's all 20 horses. Good luck. <laughs> Hope that information helped you out. Let's go over some picks here. Let's start with my brother, Mook, who is a co-host on the other Impulse Radio show, the Old School Red Hill Podcast. He's going to go like this. He's going to go 8, 6, 10, 12. He's got 8, Charge It, who opens up at 20 to 1, followed by Messier, number 6, number 10, Zandon, and then in that 4-hole, he's got Taba, the Baffert horse. Friend of the show, Brock Higgins. He likes number 10, Zandon, followed by number 3, Epicenter. Mo Donegal coming from the one hole. He's got third, and then his long shot is number 8, Charge It. Brino's mom comes in with number 3. She's going to bet number 3, Epicenter. Number 8, Charge It. Number 10, Zandon. Todd likes Taba coming off that Santa Anita Derby win. Number 12, number 6, Messier. You knew he'd throw the hockey guy in there. Number 6, Messier at 8-1. to one, And then his third horse is number 3, Epicenter. Deco is going to go Messier, number 6, number 10, Zandon. Number 13, Simplification, throwing a long shot in there. And my picks for the Derby, here we go. I've never gone this long a shot consistently across the board ever for a Derby. So I'm, I'm, I'm really going to try to cash in this year. I'm going to go number five, Smile Happy, followed by number seven, Crown Pride. And then I'm going to take number one, Mo Donegal, coming off the post and try to make its way somehow through that crowded field from that rail to get third. And then my long shot that I'm going to throw on some exotics, number 16, Cyber Knife, I really, really like that horse. We'll see if, if uh, maybe some of those bets can come true. So that's going to do it. Hopefully this helped you out. Compiling all this information maybe helped you out uh, placing your bets. Download apps now, Twin Spires, TVG, or some of the other ones that you can uh, you can actually do it. You don't have to run to a track like we used to have to do, so that makes it easy. So good luck on your bets. Post time is 6.57 p.m., 3 million guaranteed purse, one and a quarter miles. Of course, the record held by 1973 Secretariat. If you are a youngster and you have no idea about Secretariat, go on YouTube and watch it. It is absolutely unbelievable what that horse did. Weather tomorrow is 
cool and rainy in Louisville. We'll see if that's a factor, but I have a feeling it's not. But it's the most exciting two minutes in sports, and I hope you enjoy it as much as uh, as much as we will here at the Emmons household. So, thank you to Brock and Mook, Brino's mom, of course, my cohorts. I can't do this show without them, Deco and Todd. May you win a whole bunch of money tomorrow on the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby. A B3 Today is a production of Impulse Radio.